Blog Talk Radio. This is BC Radio Live with Philip and Eric. Live online at blogtalkradio.com slash bcradio. Well, good evening. How are you doing out there? This is BC Radio Live. I'm Eric Olson, and with me this evening is Lisa McKay, Executive Editor of Blog Critic. We're uh, doing an abbreviated show tonight. We've been really wrapped up in all kinds of all kinds of activities uh, regarding our relationship with Technorati. It's pretty exciting. We, I guess we can't announce yet what we're working on, but we are working on some original material. So that's a pretty cool thing, and Lisa and I are both involved in that. We're trying to wrangle the troops and, uh, and get them motivated and, and get going on this project, and we'll be able to announce it in I guess it's only about two weeks, so that's really a cool thing. And just all the usual stuff. We've had we've had travel, and uh, really since Blog World, we just really haven't been able to get exactly back in the groove. And in in, in recognition of that, I have actually been slowing way down on booking guests because I just haven't been sure who is going to be available um, from week to week. And Philip's missing tonight. He's missed quite a bit lately. Uh, he was in... Uh, San Francisco last week, working on the uh, working at actually Technorati, and uh, Don and I had an interesting project earlier today. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that till till uh, I think yesterday. And uh, but really a cool thing, very interesting. All kinds of good guests, and that's still going on right now. You can actually go over to just go to the front page of Blog Critics. That's just blogcritics.org, and right there at the top. There's a link to Blog Action Day 2008, and the subject this year is poverty. Thousands, thousands, something like 11,000 blogs uh, have agreed to write something about poverty, one way or another, news item, personal anecdote, whatever the case may be. And from noon uh, till midnight, so still another couple hours, two and a half hours, it is a live talkathon for poverty relief hosted by blogactionday.org's Easton Ellsworth. And the poor guy, besides hosting this thing for 12 hours, and man, you know, we were Don and I were on just co-hosting with him, just kind of helping him out for two hours. And, you know, that was a lot of effort. But just imagine hosting a 12-hour show, and he had no sleep last night. His, his wife is pregnant and due any moment. So imagine all of that, Lisa. That sounds pretty insane. I know. It certainly is. Well, I see we have our guest, so let us not leave her in the lurch. And we have – we don't want to leave you in the lurch there, Hillary. No, you could never do that. It sounds like you're mobile. It sounds like you're mobile, dear. It's almost my mobile, but it's not. Not mobile. You're not on the go? I'm on the headset. Oh, on the headset. Well, you might as well be mobile, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> How are you? I am fine. Uh, Eric Olson here and Lisa McKay, and she's the executive editor of Blog Critics, and I'm the publisher. And we have Hillary Stamm, who is the co-author, the principal author, because I, I know whose name came first here. It's just like the movies, man. The order of the names matters. Of the Hollywood... Well, we, 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 flipped, we flipped the coins. 
Is that how you did it? Is that how you did it? Yep. Well, in my both both of my published books involve more than uh-huh. one author, and we ended up just going we ended up just going uh, alphabetical order on the first one, and then on the second one, which had twenty writers, and I was a contributing writer, but also sort of the editor uh, of the whole project, and the the guy who had to wrangle everyone. I got to go first, so. Well, that's cool. It was cool. So let's talk about it. this. is a really funny book. I've enjoyed it. I've looked. Uh, I've looked through it a couple times. I, I think we were, had you scheduled once before, and something happened. So I had actually taken a, a, a pretty good look at it um, away a while back, and uh, have have got back to it again, which is great because it's really funny. And I am from, I am from L.A. and have spent oh, you time. Are. In, yes, in in showbiz. Uh, the blue collar ends of showbiz in L.A. myself, so I can really relate to this. I actually worked on a uh, a, a very mild, I mean, I maybe would have gotten an R here, but possibly even a PG-13, what we were calling a porn movie for Japan. I worked on, I was an assistant on that back in about oh 19... 19- 83. So how how wild is that? And you know who the star of it was? I'm sure you'll know who this guy is. Grant Show or is it Shao? Oh Actor. My God. You know yeah. you know who it is? He was on he was in a couple of the nighttime soaps. You know, right. good looking tall guy. Is it Show or Shao? I can't remember. I don't I don't even know to tell you the truth. But I'll tell you what, man, you look him up you look him uh-huh. up and this movie is not on his resume. Are you- <laughs> It was it was insane. It was just nuts. We were it, it was it was the series of utterly implausible vignettes in and around this house. I guess it's really famous. You probably you're probably quite familiar with it. Uh, owned owned by uh, uh, you know Middle Eastern people. Uh, nothing unusual about that. But it's up on a hill overlooking Malibu. And this is huge, ornate, bizarre, flamboyant house. Pool in the back, tremendous view. Oh my goodness! Tremendous, oh my goodness. yeah. I, you you may have been there. I guess it's always available. I've seen a lot of TV shows or movies where, oh yeah, I recognize that scene because it's from the house, you know. So yeah. all this stuff's going on around that. In fact, in fact, the most recent was about year maybe three, either two or three of American Idol. They had the finalists stay in that house. Of course. So anyway, we're we're doing all these ridiculous, implausible, you know, vignettes with these women showing right. up, and 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 poor Grant looking really embarrassed. You know, I mean, at the time he's a brand, you know, he's new to Hollywood. It was a big deal to get this to get to be cast in it, but you know, he he was not happy about uh, the the quality of of the uh, writing. I mean, you could certainly tell. So that was my main experience. It was hilarious. So uh, what happened was is the the people about three levels up from me embezzled all the money. Oh my god! So no one ever got paid. How's this okay, for? Well, that a, is rare. That is rare. How is that, that for a classic happen. story? Yeah, that doesn't happen in the major studio system. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. So yeah. tell us your story and and how you came to write the book, and uh, and then we'll talk about it some. Yeah, well, the book is the Hollywood Assistant Handbook, and basically uh, I moved it to L.A. to write, and so did my co-author, and we were, you know, 
working at the studio in the in the you know low level dungeon offices and we said what are we doing we said we moved here to write so we went out and we got agents and we wrote and then our agent said why don't you guys write a book about your experiences i bet i could sell it and poof, that was our first sale so <laughs> how funny yeah and we've worked for a myriad of producers and studios so we kind of called all our stories and our friends stories and put it in the book. And the book is fun, even if you're never going to work in Hollywood, just to see what it's like on the inside. You As know, in, so. you'll never work in this town? As in, you'll never work in this town. But for those viewers or listeners who, you know, don't spend any time here, it's still kind of fun and interesting. Because you can read the glossy magazines, but they don't really tell the story. They just show, you know, pictures of stars walking out of Starbucks. So. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you, the essence, the, the reality of it is... I mean, other than a few, you know, occasions like obviously, you know, the Academy Awards or or, or right. some some really high end parties and whatnot. I mean, those things really do happen. But I mean, other than that, man, this is just not all that glamorous a business, right? No, it's a lot of hard work. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just hard work like any other business. You know, it just happens to be that it's a, a business that's on the world stage and. People are obsessed with movie stars, but there's a lot of hardworking people behind all those people, and that's kind of what the book is about. All right. So, well, why don't you walk us through walk us through some of the key elements? Okay. Well, some of my favorite lessons, which are a lot of the the book is set up into lessons, and all the lessons are names of movies. And um, one of my favorite ideas from the book, which was kind of one of the big themes when we wrote the book, was. And this works for any industry where you're setting out, which is basically, um, well, some industries you need a diploma. But for a lot of industries, it's about, you know, that chutzpah and that perseverance. So one of our favorite lessons is, you know, ditch your diploma at the door. Because, you know, it's about showing up and doing the work and putting your time in and showing them who's going to make a difference. And we give a lot of fun little snarky lessons as to kind of confessionals, we call them, of what it's like to be behind the scenes and, you know, actually living in these, you know, crazy, crazy experiences that don't seem real. And that's one of my favorites because, you know what, it doesn't matter where you went to school or how many accolades you have, you've got to do the work like anybody else. So um, that's a good one. Um, what I found, just to relate to my own um, long ago and, yeah. you know, rather anemic um, uh, video experience, I actually had a lot more experience in the music business, but on on uh -huh. the, on, on the video end, um, some of the people who were working, you know, with me, who are higher up, uh, uh, they, you know, did have film backgrounds. They had film degrees and whatnot. And, and and you're right. I mean, it really just came down to being light on your feet, being, you know, being able to read a situation, being able to read people. So much of it's just people stuff, you know, people skills. It's definitely, it's definitely a people industry. And um, you know, we have fun little tips on. You know, like appearance and how to make, you know, your wardrobe look like you shopped at all the fancy department stores when, you know, you're on a shoestring budget. Because as we know, anyone starting out of this business not making oodles of money. And uh, so we give lots of actual applicable stuff that you can do. But we also give a lot of just crazy stories because there are a lot of crazy stories. And uh, we don't name any names, but we, you know, I'm not going to tell all of them because you have to buy the book. <laughs> well, absolutely. We don't want to use them all up. Although, uh, man, that would take that would take a few hours, I think. Yeah, that would take a few hours. It's a long book. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot here. It's it's uh, and 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 
while while it is pretty tongue in cheek and the tone, you know, it's definitely funny. There's a lot of really good core, you know, nuggets of information here. You're not just uh, winging it. I mean, these really are real experiences and things that that you picked up from from your you know your own life in Hollywood or those of people you know what one degree of separation I suppose. Uh, well, let's talk. Let's take a mythical person, right? Who who really does want to go through this? And and you know what I've always heard and what I tell people uh, certainly, you know, showbiz kind of in general uh, it doesn't matter all that much which aspect of it. Writing too, for that matter, as, as Lisa can certainly attest. Uh, you know, we've been at it for quite a while. It's it's the kind of thing you only get into if you can't imagine doing anything else. I, that's so funny you say that, because I just was telling someone that. I said, do, they said, well, I think I kind of want to be an actor. And I said, you only should come be an act, try to be an actor if there is nothing else you can imagine making you happy. Because, it's, you know, exactly. people arrive by the busloads every day into the greater Los Angeles area. And it is not... It's, it's, you know, it's not an easy business. You have, we say, thicken up that skin stat. You're going to get cold names. You're going to have to do things that are ridiculous that you think you're too good for. But that's the name of the game, and that's how you kind of get have to get ahead. Um, so it's definitely not for everyone. But that doesn't mean the book's not for everyone. The book's for everyone. Oh, the book <laughs> is for everyone, absolutely. Everyone <laughs> who has eyeballs. Exactly, which is a lot of people. It is most people, I think, you know, in this day and <laughs> age, most, anyway. Yes. So yeah, hey, that that reminds uh, me of, and and Lisa saw this too. We were at uh, a Blog World, which is the big annual bloggers oh, cool. and blogging industry convention in Las Vegas. This was just the second one. It's a new thing. It's very exciting. It's a lot of fun. Like fun. Oh, it is. It is. And yeah. hey, we had we had the film debut, or we had the you know, the public debut of of a new film called His Highness Hollywood. And it's a documentary that does exactly what we're talking about. It follows. Oh my gosh, I have to watch that. Oh, you have to. It really is great. It, we we enjoyed it okay. very much. It's very well done. It's a documentary. You know, it's, it's a low budget, a budget thing, but it looks good. Uh-huh. It's well done. It holds your interest. It's well edited. I mean, you could use a little tightening up, but you know what couldn't for that matter. Right. But yeah, it's Ian Halperin. Have you heard of him? He's he's a quite well known writer. He's okay. a, a yeah, best selling author. Uh, he wrote the biggest, uh, the Kurt Cobain book, and his experiences. Um, he just had a book that came out about this same experience. So this is kind of the film version of of the book. And the book was called Hollywood Undercover, but the film is His Highness Hollywood. And what he, what he does is he poses he poses as the scion of Israeli royalty, and 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 tries to break into. Uh, acting, an acting career in Hollywood, and he gets involved with the Church of Scientology, and it's really amazing. It's really interesting, and uh, but you know, you really get a sense of the, what it's like, you know, on the ground. And he works hard. Yeah. He has some talent. You know, he's got a lot of nerve, and and you see, you know, kind of what he has to go through, and he ends up getting an offer to do a porn. Is the is the first one, the first offer he gets. And he does end up doing some some pretty impressive, you know, glorified extra work. But he's in the, he's in the Aviator, you know. So he's he's right oh, there wow. with okay. Scorsese, and you know. So, but anyway, it 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 just emphasized everything you're saying. It's like, man, yeah. this is just the last place you want to be. 
unless there's nothing else you can imagine doing. Because it's going to yeah. be hard, and it's going to be humiliating and, and depressing, and, and you just have to keep at it. It's almost like it strikes me is the way it's set up, like a lot of businesses are, where, where the, there's a kind of a qualifying period where they kind of do everything they can to drive you away. And if you survive exactly. that, then you're kind it's of like at the next level. Out the yeah. <laughs> exactly, weeding out. I mean, is that is that intentional or just kind of uh, an unintentional byproduct of of? Uh, of I mean, of I do think it's a little bit of both because there's you know a finite number of jobs here. You know, there's only six major studios. There's only so many films made a year. You know, it's a tough business to crack into. But if you have that you know that drive and you want to do it and it makes it's the only thing you can imagine doing, you must buy the book and you will succeed. Okay, all right, so let's go back, because I, I was uh, circumlocuting, as I always do, uh, as, I, as I am prone to do. Um, right. let's, take, let's take a um, you know, hypothetical uh, uh, young person, who, young adult, I suppose, who's coming to okay. Hollywood. Why don't you walk us, through, walk us through what you would see to be a, you know, a, a successful first uh, you know, uh, a few months or six months or year or, or whatever. You know, wh- how would you? What would you suggest to that person that they do? Where do they go? Uh, you know, what are the angles that they should be looking for? Right. Well, you know, a lot of people have told me that who've read the book who have jobs already in the business. I wish this book was around when I was starting because, like my own personal experience, I showed up, I was ready, and then I sent out about 400 resumes and gotten a phone calls. You know. And that's kind of how it works. I didn't have any connections. I didn't know anyone. So we have a lot of little tips where we say, first of all, don't be scared to work for free. If you can just get your foot in the door with a producer or with an agency or with, you know, some production company, you can at least get your foot in the door. You're copying scripts. You're making coffee runs. And then finally somebody quits or somebody gives up and leaves business. And poof, there you are. I can take the job. So that's one of our biggest tips. And then we say, if you cannot seem to even find an internship, because those are hard to come from. This is one of my favorite tips in the whole book. Um, go work at the Starbucks that is adjacent to the movie agency or the movie studio, and you will find all these movie producers and executives who, work, who come to that Starbucks, and pretty soon they'll know you, and pretty soon you can kind of start chatting with them. And we had a real-life experience of a girl who worked at the Mercedes dealership in Beverly Hills, and started meeting people. She was just a, like secretary at the Mercedes in, 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 at the Mercedes there, and then she got a job. So it is really difficult to get that first job. So you have to be creative and figure out ways to kind of knock on the door if you can't actually get in the door. <laughs> that's a and that's then, an excellent tip. Yeah, makes like perfectly good sense. Yeah, and then you know I'm sure your parents are going to call and say, "Why did we spend all that money on college? Because now you are you know making ice lattes." But it will pay off. And then once you get your foot in the door, you have to be the person, like anyone, who will work the longest hours and always kind of, you know, be the first one in, the last one out. And that's how you'll definitely rise the ranks. And the other thing is, we talk about this a lot in the book, it's all about being a step ahead of the boss or a step ahead of whomever you report to. So if you know that meeting's tomorrow on the big new, you know, the big new huge you know, act, live action film that the studio is doing. Maybe you do prep even before the prep, so you, you know, you're two steps ahead of your boss, always. And those are the people who, who make it because they're quick on their feet, 
and they're able to keep ahead, and the boss says, oh, this person is actually pleasant for me to have around and is some sort of asset. That's what you've got to do. You've got to carve out that space where they need you. So those are our big ones. That's your first year. Just try to get in the door. <laughs> and be obsessive. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I think most people here are that way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think you get you probably have to be, you know, unless yeah. you're just unless you're just incredibly lucky, and or blessed with just an outrageous amount of talent. But see, even that, pe- people think just because they're the most talented person in their town, that's what everyone in Hollywood is. Well, that's true, and you know, a lot of people, especially actors, are a good example because people know actors' names more than writers' names. People like Hilary Swank or Katie Heigl, Captain Heigl, who people think they just appeared on the scene and, oh, my gosh, now they're in 400 things. If you actually go and look up their resumes, they've been here like 10 years, and they always say it took me 10 years to be an overnight success. It is the people who continue to slog away who actually finally make it. I mean, it, takes a, it can take a long time. That doesn't mean your star won't shine eventually. It just takes time sometimes, you know. Right. But... If it wasn't tough, then it wouldn't be worth doing, right? Same with same with blogging. Well, I <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyone, bear, anyone can blog, but a good blog is hard to come by, right? Very good, very well put. Yes, the barriers <laughs> the barriers to entry are quite low for blogging, but <laughs> but but to rise to the top to to see to see the uh, to see the world from the top of the pyramid that is very difficult because there are so yeah. many people because the barriers are low. So it it really does take a lot to to uh, really all the things you're talking about persistence, sticking with it, um, you know, time and effort uh, is is really those are the key factors. You know, w- w- there are separators, and, and like you were saying, hey, that college education it, it's not wasted. You know, you, you wouldn't have the world view, you wouldn't be prepared to to interact with people. Uh, on the level of sophistication that you will be re- required to do so if you hadn't gone to college. No, that's definitely true. I mean, we no no in no place do we suggest just drop out and I mean because the things that you learn, especially like your writing skills and your thinking skills, you you know those are going to help you. So get the degree and then come out here and then you know surprise your parents when you become that overnight success after seven years. Yes, uh, I know. I know all about the thirty-year uh, overnight success. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, oh, yeah. It, it, you, yeah, you can't even you can't even uh, limit it to ten years because, man, you know, who knows? Uh, and yeah, and then there's the poor sad people who stay at it and they never make it. No, let's not talk about them. That's so depressing. I know it really is. <laughs> it's really really sad. Uh, okay, I have another question. This is this is okay. you know pr- pretty pertinent to the to the biz. Does it make sense? Is it smarter to really pin down your area of specialty and really narrow it down and define your niche, or is it better to stay broad and be ready to kind of uh, you know to, to go in whatever direction may open up? Right, that's a really good question, and we address that because we say, you know, people come, and it's in the book where we say, you know, I'm coming to Hollywood to break the door down, and they're so excited, but they don't really have any idea what they want to do. They just want to work in movies. So for people who don't know what they want to do, we suggest, first, just get a job, because that's hard enough, and then learn from that job, and then start meeting people. Hopefully, you work at a studio, or you work at an agency where you're going to interface with other people who have interesting jobs. 
And then from that, maybe you can learn kind of what you want to do. But once you get some experience, you have to start honing in because we talk about the fact you're never going to become a movie executive if you work down in home video, you know, cataloging old movies. Like, no one's going to promote you to the job you want. So eventually, you have to make the switch, and we talk about that. You can't get cornered. Once you figure out, this is what I'm going to do, set your goal list, get in the department you need to get into so you can move up. Because you're not going to be able to, like, move up in passing if you're working over in, you know, marketing. So, so that's actually a really good question. And it is tricky because at first you do have to just get a job. It's hard enough. So, you have to be nimble once you get in the yes. door. Oh, good word. Good word. Nimble Thank you. We, we've been talking a lot about nimbleness, nimbleness lately, so that, that's why I had it in mind. I, I don't no, want to no, take... I don't, nimbleness is a word. <laughs> it is if I is say it? it is. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so what are you doing now? What, what are you doing now? Well, now we're working on the TV show idea. We have producers who are interested, so now we need to basically... Um, so for all the producer, or all the network executives out there listening, I'm sure there's zillions of them. We are uh, we are working on kind of the pilot idea for this book as a TV show, which basically will be like, you know, there's all these shows about the world inside Hollywood, but what's it like, kind of the rags to riches, the outside looking in, and that's what we're focusing on. So would it be a reality show or would it be scripted? No, it'll be it'll be, it's fiction, and it's about young people living together. You know, sex in Hollywood and what it's like. No, there's none of that. No, there's none of that. It doesn't happen. But, no, it doesn't happen. But it's more the idea of like friends in Hollywood trying to make it that kind of you know outsiders looking in. You know, having a dream and how do you get there? So. Everyone's lived that in some capacity in some city after some kind of education. So it should have a lot of viewers. Oh, that's <laughs> terrific. Well, good luck with that. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's fun. And then I'm working on my novel, which, you know, I do between my interviews, which takes so long. It, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. As long as you keep that. plugging away. Got to keep plugging away. Well, I'm telling you, His Highness Hollywood fits into this whole picture. You really should check that out. Okay, I'm going to check that out tomorrow. That sounds really good. It is. It's it's very entertaining, and, and uh, it makes you think, too. It really does, you know. Cause it's cool. It's the real world, kind of, you know. No, it is. Kind of. <laughs> as as yeah. close as you can get to Hollywood. Well, gosh, we have we have already uh, taken up almost a half hour of your time. It really is. Now, what's your, what's your, how do you pronounce your co-author's name? Uh, Pete Nowak. Nowak. Okay. Well, uh, let us be sure to let everyone know that we are talking about the Hollywood Assistance Handbook, 86 Rules for Aspiring Power Players. It's very entertaining. It's very informative. I love the layout on it. The, uh, the, the graphics is, are great, and uh, it's, it's very entertaining. Very interesting. I'd say well worth anyone who has the slightest idea of heading west, uh, assuming you're in the east, uh, to, to get to Hollywood, to participate in whatever. Uh, but also people who just, you know, find that whole world interesting. Um, this really, you know, lays it out for you in black and white. And it's very specific and it's really quite detailed and it's, it's entertaining, but it's also, uh, you know, absolutely serious in terms of, of uh, of all these suggestions, these are hard earned suggestions. This isn't just glib sort of uh, babbling. This is the real thing. Exactly. Well, thank you. That was 
are you in publicity too? That was really impressive. Oh, I, I, you know. You dabble. I dabble. I, you know, I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. Lisa, <laughs> anything you'd like to say or ask of Hillary before we go? I was just really curious. Um, have Have you gotten feedback from from anyone who's actually tried to put your book into effect in the real it's world? Been, oh, that's a great question, Lisa. It's been really fun because we have a group on Facebook because I'm told that's where all the young kids are these days, and we have gotten some amazing response, like. Thank you so much. I moved here. I got my first job. It was all because of you. And then I felt so good. I'm like, oh, yay, this book is actually helping someone. That's what it really was. And so that's been really exciting. And then uh, a lot of my friends who work at movie studios have given me a call saying, oh, my gosh, I was over in a meeting today, and I saw three copies of your book. All the, all the young assistants have them sitting on their desk. So <laughs> that's been a really, that's been really, you know, a good feeling. It's been to know that people actually are reading it and using it has been really fun. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, and then of course, you know, like my mother's book group, all those people have it too. So, well, of course. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yes, check out the book HollywoodAssistantsHandbook.com. Great early Christmas shopping, especially in this economy. It's really cheap on Amazon. <laughs> I I am enjoying the pitches. People are typically Thank more you. subtle. They're they're more subtle, yeah. and I don't like that. You know, no, I, I, I say if you're going to do it, just go balls out. <laughs> Thank you. That's, yes, that's how I go. That's Good. how I roll, as we say out here. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I hear you rolling that way as we speak. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Sure. Thank you, Hillary. Thanks a lot. And good luck. Good luck with the TV show. That sounds great. I will. I'll keep you posted. Uh, please do. All right, have a good evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, Lisa, that was certainly entertaining. It was. It sounds like a groovy book. It went it went very quickly. Yes, we need to get you a we need to get you a copy as a, as the film editor. In fact, um let's absolutely go ahead and and do that. Yeah, this is through our our usual friends, the uh the author people at Newman. So I will leave this out so I won't forget, and I will contact them tomorrow and say that they need to get you a copy of this because, uh, I don't know, you may even want to review it. I may well. It's it's funny. It's really it's really good. We had another assistance-type handbook. Uh, I'm trying to think, what was that? Um, uh, the rich, it was the rich people. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, right. And I think it's the same, it looks like it's even the same series even, might be the same publisher. But, um, you know, this one, uh, it's very well written, it's very clever, and uh, and as I said, I'm, I was sincere, the information, there's, you know, there's all kinds of really good core nuggets of info there. It's not just... It's not just the you know snarky tongue and cheek aspect that you that you might expect from something like that. You know, it's really hard won information, and uh, I certainly recommend it. It's it's fun to read and it's very informative as well. And, and there's a quote, there's a blurb on there that really does make sense. It said, "Hey, if you're going to Hall, you know, thinking about going to Hollywood, this is a book for you." Wait a minute, not just if you're going to Hollywood. I mean, if you're looking for a job to break into, <coughs> excuse me. Goodness, if you're looking to break into any industry, this is excellent advice, you know. Well, really a lot is. of it's pretty generalizable. 
It is. It really is. Persistence, uh, persistence, persistence. Showing up is half the battle and exactly. sticking with it and and then uh and then your people skills. How many times have we heard that? You know, I mean it yeah. really, really does apply. All right. Well we have we have uh, filled our, our half hour quite quickly and uh uh I imagine we <laughs> wanna return and see if there's Anything left of the debate? I don't know. When, is it over? Are you? Are, have you I, been monitoring I, it as we? Uh, I have. I I just uh, checked. I checked uh, Matt Sussman's live blog over at Blog Critics, um, right? And that was still rolling along a few minutes ago. I think the debate runs. Uh, if it runs the same as the others have, it'll it'll go till uh, ten thirty. Okay. Well, I'm gonna blast on home and see the end of it then. Ending's always the most interesting, anyway, typically. And but thanks so much, and uh, really appreciate it, and great talking to you. And uh, we had a we had a lot of fun. We did. Have and a good I night. will. We will. You have a good night too, and I'm I'm sure we will converse tomorrow. No doubt. Adios. Bye bye.